0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Que pasa, campeones? And welcome to the podcast. It is March the 8th. And, dear Madridista listeners, it is March the 8th. And more than ever do I emphasize the date of today because take notice. Things will turn around from here on end. mark it in your books, write it down, take a picture, because this Bro. was Joan Laporta's Barca's new president's first day in office. And there's going to this is going to mark a before and after, ladies and gentlemen. So mm-hmm. mark this day. It is March 8th. Welcome to the Churros y Tacticas podcast. I'm your host for the day, Diego Novain, and joining me as always is the founder, the creator, the master behind this beautiful podcast called Churros y Tacticas Paz podcast, for which I have the honor to do the introduction for. Why, you say, you ask? Well, because Barca managed to beat, in an ugly way, it was an ugly win, but we beat Osasuna 2-0, and thereby leapfrog Real Madrid. Or wait, were you guys still behind at that point? I don't really remember. In any case, we opened up the gap. It's a two-point gap between third and second, and we're three points behind the leaders and the ones who have I, to this day, been calling the current La Liga champions of the 2020-21 season. The first time that I also admit there might be a question mark to that statement, and I might have to rectify it because at this point... I'm going all in, Kian. I'm going all in. I'm I'm 100xing the rest of the season. We're gonna win La Liga and we're gonna win the Copa del Rey and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stir up some shit come Wednesday in the Champions League. Wow. And we'll make some people sweat. We'll make some people sweat. I'm not saying we're gonna qualify, but we'll make some people sweat. How are you doing?
1: Jeez, it almost sounds like with all your excitement and the turning point <laughs> in a new era, it almost sounds like Xavi and Iniesta are going to walk through that door along with a young uh, PK, a young Messi, see a see young Busquets, situation. and Puyol. And
0: that's it. They're all coming back home. They're all coming back home. Sometimes I feel like open. we
1: forget that that's, you know, all this excitement about Laporta. I kind of forgot that. Maybe his success was down to the greatest generation in Barcelona's history. I don't know; could be wrong. Just me. I don't. I'm not an expert, but
0: or or maybe maybe Kiana, Maybe let me count to that point. Maybe it was for, for being true to the style that has been that oh, has yeah. been making Madridista sweat ever since a little. A, 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 let's say, a little man. A, a, a big, the biggest man, Johan Cruyff stepped into the pitch of the Camp um, no, as the player, and then, of course, more impactful, in my opinion, as a coach. And it started to turn things around, my friend. We're catching up on you, and that's why Madridistas doesn't themselves right now. Because if Laporta does things right, and he stays true to the game, to the style, mm. to the game that has made us what we are today, that I identify with, the style of play that has brought us the biggest success, that has been doubling your title's Yes. Okay. You still. You still. We're still up there in in Champions League. It's it's all even and and it's cute. I know Madridis just like to talk about the black and white days in the previous, you know, Champions League. Let's call them tro- Champions League trophies you won back in the day. But ever since, let's say, in, in the time of the television turned into color, color TV. Okay, color mm-hmm. TV Champions Leagues. We're 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 on par. Whereas like in the league, we've been. Smacking you at the park, the Copa Rey, obviously, there's not even a competition anymore. It's the the, the the least, the title we hold least dear. But let's just talk <laughs> about the two main ones: Champions League and Liga. Mm-hmm. It's it's so it's, it's it's been Barça, and I understand it makes you sweat because you're like, oh shit! It's, it's wait, does it six years of La Porta now, and then probably Victor Font will get so twelve, possibly twelve years more of dominance, and them catching up and taking over us? No,
1: devastated. So, so so terrified of all of this so any any other parameters you would like to set for your your criteria (laughs) so you want color tv let's go okay anything else maybe like let's go maybe between the eras of i don't know 2006 or 2008 to 2013 let's say right That My, anything else? Any other parameters you like mommy. to share with your, us to, to, to pretend been, like you're hey, even with us as a Real club?
0: Madrid. You're still gonna win some trophies. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna be greedy. and Take it all, you know. You throw a dog a bone sometimes, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's over. Okay. This is the, if this gets done right, we're back to glory, golden age, baby. It's the beginning of a bull market. Put your money, put your money on the winners. Extremely it's the happy of a bull market, you. we're about to hundred X, this baby. Let's go on a funky ride. I'm extremely no, happy
1: for you. I'm extremely I'm excited, happy for you. As
0: you can maybe tell, I'm a little excited, <clears throat> Keon.
1: <laughs> well, e- either way, like this kind of this sounds like very similar <laughs> to your rant after the classical when you were like we uh, were closer to the to the one one than you were to the two one or whatever your argument was. That's great. Mm. I I just, wish we were, the best we were, the best okay. the best thing that could happen for me and any says is is for you guys to be hopeful and keep your expectations Good. really, really high for this era that's about to be mm-hmm. ushered in because, uh, mm-hmm. it's Cause only what, what do you guys have
0: in store? What's in store over in the Bernabeu? More, what more, more? I don't know, <laughs> I, crossing.
1: I'm actually, Come on, what's
0: in store? What's <laughs> nothing, in store?
1: nothing. I've never, there's I,
0: nothing in store. I'm not moment. claiming Madrid anything,
1: is, anything you guys, is better on this you, side.
0: You guys will still draw out, you know, or, or games and, and win games with. with it's with ugly football you have great individual players benzi deserves a statue for the shit that he's had to put up with and the fact that he stayed loyal for so many years and still produces what he does on the field phenomenal i love it i love it he deserves better if anything but um but so you know you still obviously he's still going to be up there at the top Keon. Relax, i think before benzema's
1: statue we're going to build bartomeo statue outside the bernabéu first oh
0: i think you know, you uh, know what he's Help you build that. I'll help you build that. <laughs> well, um I mentioned. This. Kian, can can before your rebuttal, can, can I just say, just there's no rebuttal. Quick, gonna, <laughs> it's it's no, no rebuttal. No, it's right, that, we're just Kian, we don't have much time. we got to talk about start. actual football on, and stuff. On, and we hold up. Can I just digress and interject real quick before I want you lay down the Madridista law to me? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, for our listeners, this is the very—it's historic podcast because it's also the very last time you're going to be listening to a micless or a shit mic episode. Okay, uh, the mic—the new mic—is coming in tomorrow. Be here big before news. nine PM. So says Amazon Prime. It's big news. I'm very excited, and 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 you guys deserve better. You guys have been loyal to this podcast. A lot listeners, the histos. I see your comments, of course, and other ones. I think it was taps. I don't remember <laughs> now. Plenty of you have been bitching about the mic. You deserve better, and you know more professionalism from us. from me, keep me keep me had a higher standard as I do myself. And uh, yeah, you're gonna get better. It's uh, time to step it up, baby. So, uh, my apologies for the shit mic and, and the mic situation in general. Um,
1: <clears throat> well, that that's big news. And this is <laughs> look. Remember what? Remember last podcast on Friday when I when I tried to convince you that all this Barca. Um all the bad stuff that's happened to Barca is not as bad as you think it is and it's just a blip. And you were like no, it's not a blip. This is a blip. The that whole month with the, like Messi leaving, that's over and now he's staying and he went he was voting with that's his son. True. What
0: do you mean? Was, What's that not was true? was beautiful. Hmm? And I said and I said that's not sure. I didn't say it's not true. So no. it's not sure he stays.
1: No, but I mean like he's like he went up there with his vote and like he's happy now and um, you guys had a, a nice win. <laughs> <is> so
0: depressed. <laughs> You're like, he's happy as well now. Nah, it's fucking over. You know it. You know it. Dark times ahead for Madrid. I'm sorry. Dark well, times. Let's hope so. Let's hope so man. We can be hopeful. You know, that's that's all we got at this point because it was it was drastic man It was you know dire measures still have to be taken And look. Let, let's not let's be realistic now All right for a second and 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 excuse me for having had my first, you know Real fun podcast in the whole fucking season come on here every week having to put up with a lot of shit and I'm excited now, man, but you know challenges you know are ahead for Laporta and, and and tough ones, you know, you you mentioned Messi. Is he gonna resign or not? Uh, his old organigram right? His old organigram. Okay, we know he, we ha, he has Mateo uh, Alemani. He's apparently coming as well with the CEO of, of Media Mart um, I think his media Mart for the peninsula for Spain and Portugal uh, Which you know, these are people that are not he's of course his right-hand man at the moment uh, Rafa Justin and these are people that are in the know, and 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 work, uh, you know, on a big scale. It's not, with all respects, it's not somebody with who you know comes from uh, the, the the handball uh, team and, and and used to play for that. With all respects, again, I'm not. I don't want to. No, <clears throat> I don't want to lack respect anyway, but anyway back to his challenges the, the future of kumon the entire Economy of the club Kian. which, you know, you can brush to the side and say everything's fine again, but these are big big things uh, um, uh, Barça. We, we, we read the uh, fantastic New York Times article that our patreon asked us to address as well Like we did last time on a pod where you know the outline of the problems at hand and the, the, the challenge at the hand uh, from an economic perspective alone, already momentous and ginormous, and it's not such a straightforward thing that that things will obviously go back to normal as of today, as I'd like to, you know, maybe, as I professed earlier, I'd like to obviously just dream about, but uh, still, with two feet on the ground, being realistic, there's, there's there's so much still that has to change before things are back to normal. So. Here, there, a little pep talk for you.
1: Well, he has a big task ahead of him and a lot to do to fix the financial situation. He has to be very flexible and creative with how he reconstructs the squad moving forward. There's a lot to, to consider and think about. Um, wages, exactly. The wages and how to fix that, the whole salary structure. I mean, getting Eric Garcia on a free is, yeah. uh, is a good start. Uh, even though it not necessarily might not be his signing, but obviously he's going to prob- probably go through with it. So that's a start. And I mentioned this. And by the way, I don't like whoever listened to this, if, if you're a Madridista getting annoyed with Diego right now or or you're a Barcelona fan getting hyped with Diego or maybe you feel like you're a Barcelona fan, you want to you temper the hype a little bit and, and keep the expectations realistic. I, either way, I understand your your excitement because we kind of went through this with Ramon Calderon in Florentino Perez, right? When Florentino came mm. back, it was the same kind of excitement and happiness. You remember that when you guys won the Champions League in 2009, was it? What was the treble year, the sixth double year? Was that 2009? I always
0: forget. 2009, 2010. <laughs> was it 10 with the World Cup? I forget. 2009, 2010. I think yeah. it was
1: 2009 because you guys had just won the Champions League and the day after Marca's front page was, um, was Benzema... Benzema, Alonso, yeah, something like that, and uh, and so we, we we had that was like the hype, right? And I remember feeling that yeah. hype too. And there's a, you know, I would say that the thing with with this, uh, and again, this is coming from a friend, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think, like, that. you know, it's it could be a few years where you see the real fruits of of this if it's going to be successful, right? You know, it's not going to be. Of course. Um, it's not going to be. It could. It, I mean, look. I'm not saying it's not going to be. It could be this season. It could be next season where you start to see that, um, or or you know, there is a scenario where you do go to PSG, you lose, but you you play well. Maybe there's some there's an oomph, there's a little uptick in your in your morale or whatever, and you know, you guys fight. Um, but probably the like li- likely we'll we'll see the real quote-unquote fruits of this a little bit later and i will say again like it's you know if this is going to be a youth focused project possibly out of necessity even because it of has the financial be, yeah. situation um
0: and the, the good thing is that the youth is there the, the, you know the, they're right for the plucking
1: they're right for the plucking um
0: so yeah so um listen and that's exactly i mean you're reiterating really reiter, excuse me reiterating the points I, I previously made with all the challenges he faces course again jokes aside that is going to take time and that is not going to start tomorrow and it might start by not not losing games uh, each weekend and, and stepping forward to towards the Copa del Rey final in April uh, imagine winning that you'd have to deem it as a good season for Ronald Koeman as well will he stay uh, what will the end of the league fight actually look like right now hay liga, coño, y hay muchísima liga, that's for sure there's three fucking cars racing towards the finish line and we'll see at this point we'll there first because Barca still has to face Atletico uh, Clasico big teams and that goes for all three so and points are being dropped and, and you know uh, Man, like I said, I said Barca won ugly at the top of the show against Ursasuna. This was not a pretty performance uh, with with the golazos aside, <laughs> cuz both Jordi Alba with a zapatazo and then uh, Elias Moriba with his also beautiful individual eff- effort on his left foot by the way, you know, he's right footed, so curling that beauty in and uh, that aside it was it was an ugly win it was not a good uh, convincing barça performance and uh it's gonna t- so and my point being there will be times where it's it's not you don't see the team pro- progress and take a step back instead uh, retrace you know and, and 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 recorrect and try to get maybe then again to the game after we see an improvement like we saw against sevilla for these last two games but baby steps
1: yeah i mean well like you know it's in, on some level it's not a big deal that you played ugly football against Osasuna. You can't play perfect football all the time and Es mm. mm. that, that it's not a, this music team at a high to play. Standard. So, um, even without fans. But you know, I again I don't <clears throat> I I've kind of mentioned this on on the record multiple times, but you know, Barcelona from an offensive standpoint haven't been bad to watch this season, even though maybe as a whole it hasn't been that exciting. But again, they're far superior to Real Madrid offensively and and that's a fact. Um, that's backed up by the numbers, certainly backed up by the eye test in terms of what's more fun to watch. If you're neutral watching, there's more chance you're going to see better goals and better offense watching Barcelona play than, than you are watching Real Madrid. And, but I, so I wanted to bring up a key point here that I mentioned to you to Ewan in passing because Ewan McTeer and I did the post-game show for the Derby last night. Okay. And, uh, you know, obviously Laporta came up a little bit because we were just kind of making fun of the yeah, fact like... The yeah, it's the day, and like we were just making fun of the fact, or or like just making fun, our light of the situation that <laughs> this is Barcelona's season of turmoil. Their second place and all this stuff that you know, Bar- Diego, you were crying. This is the worst time in Barcelona's history. Blah, blah, blah. And
0: I know, but and so I anyway, my my hear. key
1: point, my key point was, I no matter how you spin it, and no matter how many jokes we make here and there. I think ultimately it's always good for Real Madrid if Barcelona is good, and it's always good for Barcelona if Real Madrid is good because we push each other. Um, Florentino's big signings in 2009 in large part came in response to Barcelona's success. And look, it took us years to finally win La Decima and then win the the three-peat obviously. That took a long time after those 2009 signings, but they were the backbone of that success with Ronaldo and Chabi uh, and obviously part of the decima year and Benzema um, but also just throughout the si- throughout the years all those signings they were partly in response to Barcelona's success and if Barcelona become you know otherworldly again then ultimately I think that's a good thing for Real Madrid because that pushes them to be better too because if, if, if the league kind of like just stays like this and you're just trudging by on these unimpressive performances and and really, you don't really have that superstar power to carry you. That's going to push you to just be better. To make better decisions in the front office. To make better decisions on a tactical level. Just to be on your toes a little bit more. And I feel like Real Madrid just haven't had that threat. And, oh, here's the other one. This is what I mentioned to you, Ewan. The Classico hasn't had a bite in a long time. It hasn't had that feistiness, mm. that bark.
0: It's been, it's been Yeah, like decaf- it has been Classico.
1: decaffeinated. It's been too many hugs, <laughs> too many, like, you know first of all just laporta and and florentino Por i mean florentino is not much of a trash talker and whatever i mean laporta <laughs> La- La- La oh, is going to going to definitely stir the pot a little bit even if it's sarcasm or oh, jokes yeah. or whatever I mean, he will stir PR the pot content. right um yeah. and he already has lord knows he already has um so just you know i don't i don't mind the pot being stirred a little bit i've always been vocal about that i you know i miss i miss some of the classical villains that have been in yeah. the in the in the in the barça team Throughout the years, I kind of missed that. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm, you. I'm as a madridista with Laporta being elected. You know, we say we always say we want Barcelona to be really bad and like you know where everything that bad happens to them. I'm not saying I don't enjoy that, but <laughs> but like you know, it's just more satisfying if Barcelona are also good, and that pushes you to be better. And if you win those clasico and you win those trophies, it's ultimately it's more satisfying to do to it. Because right now the league is hurting. So again. In my opinion, it's good for the League of Barcelona good. It's good for athletic, it's good for Real Madrid. It's good for everybody to just to be better than they are right now.
0: You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right and and you're a better man for me than me than for for eloquently putting it admitting it like that. i I can admit to it as well. but I have to say, you know the times where like the six twos, just the rubbing the your faces through the dirt, the five nils. With just running, making you run circles around each other and fr- seeing your faces of frustration. Those, and just, yeah, just rubbing it in. That's it's very satisfying. Yeah. Players. Oh,
1: I'm not um, saying, I'm not saying like I would never enjoy those situations. I'm just saying that in the more of common, talking about like a general zoomed out view of like, like, you
0: know. I have to, you know what? You're talking about the semi final, the Champions League, for example, where we're both reach such a, a late stage and then. We kick your asses and Messi scores one of the most beautiful goals the world's ever seen. And we go through to the final. We are even like on that. Champions
1: League semifinals, my friend. 1-1. One, one. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> right, right. But that was, yes, that was a painful one. I was living in Mexico, Puerto Vallarta. But you know what? Like, I, I love it as well. You bring up such a good point with La Porta, Him being, in your case, the the... Is he really like an evil dog? He's kinda of like the Joker in Batman. Like you sympathize when he's got cool, like he's one liners, man. He's fantastic. You know, he came there yesterday, he said something along the lines of uh, when I arrived it was cloudy, but then after I voted the sun broke out. Um Oh my that, god,
1: it, so dreamy, so charismatic. Wow, a dark nice. cloud and then the sun came out. What a poet. Oh my god, <laughs> let me just hold on a second. Can I just mute myself so while I orgasm here? Over these, my god. Uh, god, let me come on, let me get my Johan Cruyff
0: picture. Oh, god, you love it, you guys love it, you guys love that La Porta's back. You, you there's been too many years where we've had people in the mandato and like leading the club through these years. Where, like, I, you know, I can talk a lot about Florentino, and there's one thing that I will say, like you say, he's not a trash talker, but you know, he's a smooth walker, like, he smooth walker, you know, I like works that. the rooms. Huh?
1: I like Smoothwalker.
0: Smoothwalker, I just came up on it on a spot. Um, he's not a trash talker. He's a smooth walker. I'm gonna copy write that as well. Don't anybody steal it. All right, that is mine. Um, he works the room, right? You can see him in a smoke filled room in the back uh, or in the dark, you know, in the corner doing his deals. And he works like a don, like a mafia boss, like a Godfather. La Porta is the more is the from New York. He's more the new age, you know, the flashier, but he's still very smooth, man. And like I said, he's got great one-liners. Now I know there was a lot of things that commotion that happened yesterday as well with regards to certain, certain something he said. Uh, also, uh, an uncomfortable video
1: also with the 18-year-old well, girl. The, you saw that.
0: Well, so that was that's what I'm. That's talking what you're talking about. about. I was going to yes. say, like,
1: are we allowed to talk about that? Do we have to say that for, well, for Friday? Well, the thing
0: is, the thing is, I hope that everybody listening and you yourself included, Keon, saw the tweet of that girl, supposedly 18 year old girl. And I'm doing air quotes at the moment because she wasn't 18; she was 30. And she was actually uh, uh, there with her mother, and her mother had said, "You know, hey, this is my daughter, or whatever. She needs a job or something like that." And they were making fun, talking about how it's still she's 30 years old and it's her. Mo- anyway. Long story short, yes, the girl was 30 and it was nothing along the lines of that the media, which again, you got to be so careful, the media, media tried to spin what it was. And that was on his first day, not even a first day he was getting elected. That was, you know, it's a smear campaign, man. I was really happy that this came out. Well, it's a, it's a video. It's not a... Yes, but it's a video that cuts into that moment where he takes a picture. You don't hear anything that had been said before or during while they're having their back towards the, the camera. And then he goes, call me when you're 18, which wasn't a joke. She's like, it was a joke because my mother had said, or we, had, we were making jokes before talking about how I'm still my mama's little girl. And she's here like trying to get a job for me because I'm without a job, et cetera, et cetera. So it had nothing to do that the way that, that this, the media was trying to smear it or in social media was trying to be portrayed. It had nothing to do with that. And that's important because I'm not going to start like, I'm going to be critical where we have to be critical. But this was a, Nasty smear campaign that was about to start off his mandate, the way that people love to refer to it as Juan Laporta, the, the the Luz del Gas, the, the the disco guy, the club guy, the one that jumps in the pool with his, you know, uh, at a private party, mind you, at a at a wedding, jumps in the pool with his tie around his head. What do you do at 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 weddings, Keon? Well, maybe you're the wrong example. I do get drunk, <laughs> and I do <laughs> put a tie around my head. I'm very aware of my.
1: My public portrayal, my friend,
0: <laughs> very careful. You're there, eating, <clears throat> eating some more pie. Going, ugh, these guys. Vegan pie. Anyway, right. So, uh, you know, and again, so again, my my point being, this is this is at a at a at a wedding for at a private party. Uh, if people take images like pictures of me at private parties. You could start a smear campaign like instantly, multiple quotes you know, at anybody for that matter. So I find it very nasty just that they they basically it immediately was tried to spin that way, picking up where basically he left off as well, and starting off like that. Thank God to that girl for denying it. Uh, I will. I, I think I reposted it actually on my Twitter account. If anybody listening wants to read it, because I'm. It's again. I'm, I'm always been critical where we need to be critical and, and fair as well. And this just wasn't fair. So that's it
1: we have one minute less than one minute and we didn't talk about football so i
0: we did not and i wanted to ask you so i let's look until my kids and wife are not actually screaming and running up the stairs let's try to stretch it out for as long as possible okay, okay. so i do want to talk about the derby it's important i want to talk about football i want to know from you who deserve to win two things who deserved to win and was it penalty or not
1: so right now, I'm kind of annoyed because I'm so, I can't log into my notepad where I, where I have all my football notes, like my tactical notes, because <laughs> Google signed me out, and it's like, go into your phone to approve it was you, and my phone doesn't tell me anything. So anyways, I'm going off the top of my head, off the cuff. Uh, but I guess your question, I don't need to... Churros, uh, what was yeah. your question? Who deserved Who to deserved
0: win? to win, and was it a penalty?
1: <clears throat> I think a draw was fair, but Atletico were the better team. And I think the penalty was... I'm fine with it not being called, and I'm fine with it being called. Is where I stand on it.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I uh, I said this I, yesterday, but I'm I didn't maybe say it to to the extent that I really wanted to say. It, but I want to reiterate it today because I feel like I'm even more strongly about it. Okay. This idea that Real Madrid did like that this was a tale of two halves and that Real Madrid were better in the second half and Atletico mm-hmm. were better in the first half is ridiculous to me. Atletico were the better team from start to finish. But they collapse wow. at the end, and Real Madrid had a few good offensive plays. And they obviously, the where they scored, they that was a really good offensive play and good link up between Casemiro and Benzema Atlético collapsed in that moment. This is classic Atleti where they get a little bit too comfortable in a big game, and yeah. one or two moments at the end, they lose concentration and they let it Taking slip. They Lamar had the game in their school. hands. Yeah, yeah, that one. They had the game in their hands. They were all over Real Madrid. The first half, they dominated. The second half, they didn't dominate, but they had. They could have been 2-3-0. I mean, Suarez and Correa had yeah. two great chances in the box. So, um, yeah. I don't believe that this yeah. was a tale of two halves. I think this was one team who was better tactically, but also hungrier as well. And Real Madrid uh, scraped it out at the end, which is something they've been doing. I mean, good kudos to Real Madrid for fighting it out till the end. But... Mm. Um, that's kind of where I stand on it. This is
0: generous. I would have said maybe not a tail of two halves, but I would have stretched it out and said maybe tail of two-thirds and one-third. Uh, because yeah, that's about well right, feel, too,
1: actually. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I felt that Atletico just disappeared, and I was so disappointed, I particularly noticed that drop uh, and that change, I guess, as well, in tactic with the substitutions of Lamar Carrasco. But... It was it was I was it was just too bad. Uh, at the same time, I was of course also rooting for a draw. Uh, it was awkward. As I don't remember, you know, feeling that ever feeling joy watching Madrid score at the very last minute and, and salvage some points, thereby scraping off some points, of course, of the league leaders uh, in Atleti. And so I was ha- oddly happy. It was a weird sensation. I, I'm not joking. I felt conflicted. It was strange, but I know it was good. Which leads me and to anyway, a question. Um, oh,
1: yeah. have you ever? Has there ever been a game like growing up where you actually
0: supported Real Madrid in some way? Mm, um, no, definitely not like not even the slightest. And and I like I, I, I have the reason why I hesitate to say it, Not not going stronger, is because there was a moment. When my my mom actually, oh, I can't believe
1: I'm gonna say this. Do it. So do it.
0: So she she sort of normally historically in the family were all culés, or she in her family I should say. My grandfather, my grandmother, and and, and you know my aunt. My aunt doesn't really care about football, but you know, all my 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 grandparents' friends, everybody was cool culé, culé, hard to the bone. And my mom loved to go against her father, so she actually supported Real Madrid when she was younger. But very mildly, she was not like uh, you know. I don't want to get people tweeting going, yo, the de- Dios mío, es margarista. yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> like she just kind of did it out of spite, and um, but she, she her argument was, you know, I do want Spanish team to wins and to excuse me, I do want Spanish teams to win. Yeah. Uh, on, on on, you know, at, at any given occasion, and uh, there was a moment where I was kind of. Like thinking, you know, me too, like fuck, I guess. Until you know, I saw Madrid win, you know, fucking bullshit ass champions league with Miatovic and Anelka miracle stuff and I uh, was so how's this possible? I and comes that really one really Anelka Miracle and stuff. And against Val- Valencia as well, they so deserved it. They did not get they got nothing. It was just got thumped on the day. It was and then it's like it my that whole sentiment that I entertained for a split second just turned and it became vengeful towards Madrid. Well, so, that
1: one, that one was actually very close to being a classical final. Remember, uh-huh. wasn't it? Because yeah, didn't no, Valencia sure. beat you guys in the semifinal? Yes, exactly. Yeah. God, my heart wouldn't it. have been able they to take it. that.
0: No, you would have won. I mean, we were awful. It was, it was, you know, the bad years of Barcelona and, and stuff.
1: <clears throat> um <clears throat> which
0: awful was bad, but too, too strong to say. But at that point in time,
1: the there only was no time. Chance
0: we were going to win. The
1: only time I was like, okay, with you guys winning a Champions League tie, which actually you ended up losing that one, was against Chelsea. The one where Ronaldinho scored that incredible goal where he just... The Samba goal. Yeah, Yeah. the Samba goal. Those two ties, I hated Chelsea Mm. so much that I was like, okay, you know what? This one time... I honestly don't care if Barcelona beats these guys because I hate them so much. It was just something about them—the arrogance, something—I yeah. can't no, explain Mourinho, it. You know what I mean, right?
0: Mourinho, yeah, of course, Mourinho. Well, yeah, I, and that right. was before before Mourinho arrived perfect, to us yeah. and
1: did the whole intro. So I hated him at that time too. And there's just a whole vibe I didn't like from Chelsea. Exactly, you that's guys blew the vibe it anyway. that
0: Mourinho instilled at that time. That's when we, he came to Madrid. It was exactly like that. Now you understand that, like the sentiments of Kule. Imagine Chelsea, and then the worst thing that you can probably you know, or that that could possibly even imagine like you were your bit most bitter of fiercest of, of enemies of opponents in the case of real madrid and then it was that uh, atmosphere that ambiente of chelsea that you would see that you just you just got a bad vibe from it in real madrid's shirts it was like double the, ah, ah. you know there's so so much so much animosity i really did that was probably the height of animosity proper animosity i felt towards real madrid and and even Real Madrid supporters, I might, I'm, you know, I, 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 never understood. I was like, I, how could you be a Real Madrid supporter? I never understood it. Uh, being you... very open here. Huh? What's that? Don't don't hate. I'm, I'm going through. No, it's so great. Just... This is why it's churros. <laughs> exactly.
1: So this is something that um, because of we record a little bit later, we had a tweet from Atletico Madrid today. Did you see that? I did not. All right. So this is a big discussion right now as we record. I also. Uh, I also tweeted about this. And so this is on the back of the penalty. So if you remember, so you you know who the ref was, right? Of this, of the Madrid derby, Hernandez yeah. Hernandez. Hernandez who, Hernandez. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, as whatever I said about the penalty, I'm okay with it not being called. Uh, obviously this is, this has deeper scars because Hernandez Hernandez was the one who who looked at the VAR re- replay in the classical and decided Varan didn't, Get Varan was not gonna get a penalty after getting absolutely manhandled. So this has deeper scars and Madrid says, hate this guy. And right. um and uh Mr. I read
0: Marca and I also
1: Yeah, <laughs> and Mr. Chip Mr. Chip put out that tweet that uh-huh. sad of uh he's I think reviewed twenty-two decisions this season and this was the first time that he no decided way. not to overturn it. So oh, again, like, the look, legend. the Real Madrid fans are really heated about this guy. But Raquenio, after the game yesterday said um, well, he just basically said, once more, Real Madrid were not lucky with Hernandez-Hernandez. And Atletico Madrid put out a tweet today. I'll read the Spanish one. The Spanish... The, well, the tweet isn't Spanish. I'll just read it. Okay, um we go. Critican hasta los aciertos. Algunos están acostumbrados a tener siempre el viento a yeah, favor.
0: Exactly, exactly. I read that.
1: You did it, read it. Okay. So this yeah. has been... I mean... So, first of all, I just want to say one thing. Real Madrid's Twitter account is one of the most boring Twitter accounts in the history <laughs> of Twitter accounts. It is so just like play it safe. We're not going to talk yeah, trash. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to yeah, post yeah. videos of our training, just cute videos of passing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thankful for that, actually. I, I'm okay with that because you don't, it, it doesn't, like, it just, I, these tweets from admins on these uh, official accounts. And I'm 100% sure that this account, I don't know who runs that account, but I'm 100% sure that it's probably not the admin just pulling a tweet out of his ass. I'm sure this was from top down. Let's get a message out, obviously. It's um, you. One. It's one. <laughs> 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 that would be the greatest plot twist ever. <laughs> um, plot twist, yeah. So this, was a, this is a big discussion right now. Uh, do you have thoughts on this?
0: So, so just to translate, so you said… Yes, please. Uh, yeah, I didn't translate it. Uh, so I'm leaving that said, up to you. Está, hasta los aciertos, I think you said so. Some even criticize the right decisions, uh, something like that. So they're yeah. used to having the wind in their favor. Um, uh, what's there to comment? What do you mean? As in, like, what's that? I agree. You agree with what, what is there to comment with that? With that, what he's, with what they were saying.
1: Which part do you agree with?
0: Well, first of all, that I don't really know why. When I was reading the 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 newspapers and listening to what, or reading what they were supposed to be saying in the uh, in the tunnels and stuff, and, and criticizing Hernández, Hernández and, and, and having so much beef with him and his decisions on the day with the penalty. But for me, it wasn't a penalty. Like you, I don't think that. That needed to be called, um, and so I was. I didn't get the criticism. I mean, I, by what I was from what I was reading, I felt that some felt robbed, like Atletico had robbed them, and I, um, that just didn't make sense to what I was seeing. So uh, then, when I read these statements of the Atletico players saying uh, why these guys criticizing the right decisions, they're just always used to having things and everything go in their favor. I'm like, yeah, probably that's. Sounds about right. What's going on? Because it's bullshit. Why are they Why are they complaining?
1: First of all, really, I don't know. Like, okay, hold on a sec. Rewind. <clears throat> Calls go for and against almost every team. We've talked about this. I don't want to. I don't want to go over this again. Real Madrid gets yeah, screwed yeah, a bunch yeah. of times. They get yeah, favored. Yeah. Same with same with Barca. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We, we've but why this.
1: are we Why are we taking Twitter official Twitter accounts to? to to talk trash like this since when did that become like an acceptable thing to do
0: but i i got a bit low i thought you were referring to a news article i didn't like you i thought that you said that they had just retweeted a news article or is this
1: no no it's just a tweet like just out of the blue like this is just i don't know and also who are they referring to just butrogênio who said something yesterday and all butrogênio was said was saying yesterday Mm. was we just we were not lucky with hernandez hernandez and yeah I don't know. It just seems like very...
0: No, but I I think they were referring to more what they were hearing in the dressing room. Apparently, there was not scuffles, but there was arguments and the, yeah, kind of, you know, I guess a discussion being held between players from Madrid that were not agreeing with Hernandez's decisions on the day.
1: Either way. It's just a bad look from an official Twitter account.
0: Well, it it is, it is. And and these discussions are always going to... Like you said, at the end of the day, everybody gets calls in favor, calls against, some more, some less. Uh, but, you know, where well, there's a couple more or less amongst friends, eh? <laughs> Listen, Kian, I gotta, I gotta go, my friend. All right, you jet. Because my kids are starving. I just got into my and, notes,
1: too, by the way. So, just okay. in time. All right. Yeah. All right. All right.
0: No one cool. will ever so, see my notes now. <laughs> save those for the anniversary edition when we will still be talking about this in a year from now.
1: All right. Um. All right. We'll be back Friday to talk a lot of good football, including Athletic versus Athletic Bilbao. Athletic my, man, my, my <laughs> dyslexia really coming in full force here. Atlético Madrid versus Athletic Bilbao on Wednesday. I believe it is the same day as Barça PSG, right? Possibly, yep. yeah. So uh, yes. Friday is going to be a banger over on Patreon.com. Slash churros y tacticas. Diego, thank you, my friend. Congrats on all, all the success this weekend, beating the great uh, Osasuna and electing, the reser- electing Jesus quiet. Christ himself. Thank
0: you. Stop call. it. Congrats. <laughs> new mic on Friday. That's
1: and new mic. Congrats on for. that, too. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thanks, Diego. Take care, my friend. Thanks. Tim. Please.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.